You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Mark. everybody and welcome to Trophy Yours. This is episode 315. Hopefully you're hearing this one, not the first 15 seconds of last week's show. <laughs> I'm your host, Tricky Mick, alongside with me. He is the master of the dual screens. He's Mr. Steven Fontana. Hey, that's me. What's up, everybody? How's it going? How are you, Tricky? I've had a very rough week. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be going around. Apparently, uh... Last week's show, okay, uh, hopefully you're hearing this. This is what happened to last week's Fireside Chat. I exp- I did the I did the edit for Fireside. Steven did the quote-unquote edit for spoilers, which is not really an edit. It's just more or less piecing it together real quick. And I exported it, and for some reason, the export program decided it only wanted to export a 15-second track. I didn't notice it because when normally when I hit export, it takes normally about nine to ten minutes, and I hit export and I walked away, did other things, came back, and then uploaded the show. And at no point did I realize, hey, it only took two seconds to upload it to the site. That's really weird. <laughs> you thought you got lucky. So I put the show out, and then 24 hours later, I get a message from our good friend Sid saying, hey, you know, uh, there's only 15 seconds of audio. So I was like, what? So I went and checked the track, and yeah, it was only 15 seconds. I re-exported it because, you know, like a good editor, (coughs) I I keep the file open until the show is actually out and everybody's listening to it and whatnot, and I know everything's fine. Sure. So I re-uploaded this thing, and for some reason, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play... Every time I took the track off the site and put it back up, it would only do it a 15-second track. I have no idea what the hell is going on. And this, this is why it really bothers me. What a lot of people don't realize is that iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, they don't actually... You don't upload the show to them. They act as a third party. So they're like, the Naps, they're like a Napster. It's when you go to iTunes and you download the show, you're actually downloading it straight from Proven Gamer. iTunes is just giving you the direct link to the to download, if that makes sense to you. Yep. So if the file is correct on my end, which it is, therefore, it sh- you should get the whole file. But for some reason, they were only letting you download the first 15 seconds of the track. I wonder I wonder if that's like a fail-safe so that people can't upload like six or seven different episodes under the same file you know what i mean like it's a way for them to mitigate mistakes and then like you just had to wait a few hours or whatever the hell it was because you did you waited like a whole day i waited yeah (laughs) i I took it i took it off for the day to let it get out of itunes get out of google play get out of stitcher and then i uh, released the episode wait a couple hours for it to actually hit the services and boom same thing hmm so I, I, I tried different ways. Like, I I 
renamed the the file. Um, yeah, I, I'm getting aggravated here. Uh, I renamed the file to Fireside Chat, Tricky and Steven. Thinking maybe it's just the name is throwing it off. Nope. Everything is throwing it off. I have no idea what the hell is going on. Womp womp. So, unfortunately, that's the way it is. And there's nothing I can do to fix it. So, with that being said, uh, this week's show, obviously, because you haven't heard Alex or Steve, or Alex or uh, Yield, uh, they again are missing. Alex is working. Um, he started working a different shift at work, so we're going to have to figure out a recording time to get him involved. And Yield, literally as we were sitting down to record, sent the message to us saying, um, I'm not recording today. The wife stormed off with the computer. <laughs> we don't know the context of what that means. Mm. So I sent him a message that said, stormed off. What'd you do to piss her off? And so he has not even messaged you back yet. So tune in to Live PD because it might show up on there at some point. Yeah, check out the Ohio <laughs> Police Department. <laughs> uh, poor Yield. I don't know. We've all the been there. Up. We've all been there, Tricky. Yes. All right. So um, with that being said, let's do as we do every week and give you our updated trophy count. Uh, I wish I could, but I just... There we go. I, I minimized the screen. I am level 33, total trophies of 8,290, with a plat count of 77. Alex is level 29, total trophies of 6,268, with 92 platinums in 91 games. Yield is level 25, total trophies of 4,755, with 71 platinums. Steve? Uh, I haven't moved since last week because uh, I haven't been able to play my PlayStation because of uh, baby reasons. Um, but I'm at 1740, uh, level 14, and I have four Platinums. And Sid is level 26 with the total trophies of 5,391 with 66 Platinums. It's going to be a glorious day when Sid actually passes yield. I got a question about, about Alex's 92 and 91 games. Is that on purpose? Is he purpose? purposefully only playing a game and, and going for the platinum is that is that how his brain works well i could take this out of the show because you just you just exposed how much of a trophy trophy fan you were before you joined the show but uh i'll let you make the judgment whether or not we leave this in the show or not <laughs> this started out because uh as we started writing the bill of rights there was a lot of back and forth of whether or not if you got trophies in the same game on a different platinum or on a different platform uh is that trophy chumping i got you I, like a like okay yeah all right okay so donnie used to do his trophy count and he would say i have uh 5347 trophies minus whatever trophy he's got in the same game again. And then he would do his platinum and say, I have 90 platinums minus five. Gotcha. Which was absolutely ridiculous. Splitting hairs. Day, I, Splitting hairs. Yeah, he was just, he was out of his mind. But then <laughs> Alex played um, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Mm -hmm. 
and he played the game on the PS4 and the Vita because at that time it was, you know, it's cross-play. Right. Wherever you got on the PlayStation 4, you upload your save, you could play it on the Vita and continue going. Right. Well, when he would do that is because there were separate trophy lists when you played on the PS3. I think I said PS4 before. I meant PS3. Uh, when you play on the PS3 and you upload your save, as soon as you uh, download the save on your Vita, all the trophies that you unlocked on the PS3 version automatically pop. Yeah, I remember that. So he got an unintentional platinum. Gotcha. So uh, he he has 92 platinums, but he says 91 games because he doesn't count the 92nd platinum because it's an unintentional platinum. Gotcha. But, but this is where it's good because Alex actually, he doesn't minus the trophies that he, extra trophies he got, like, we like the um, Donnie used to. Mm. So that's the way it is. I think that's a good bit of history. I think that's a that's a good story for all of the new trophy whores listeners to know a little bit about where that came from. Because I, I I'm I'm relatively new. I'm only doing this about fifteen episodes. So you know that's uh, that's an interesting story. It's an interesting thought process. Yeah. Me, I'll take any trophy I can get and and proudly display it on my mantle. Right, but you know. It's it's a good history, but I'm trying to remove Donnie from history. Uh, you can't do that. It's kind of hard to do when he was on 270 episodes, roughly. But trying my best. But I love you, Donnie. Even though you are a proven reject. A little inside joke for the the fans, the Facebook fans. Mm. Uh all right, so. Let's get into what we're playing. Uh, Steven, let's start with you because I'm going to try to fix Fireside from last week. Sure. Um, so as I said uh, during my whole trophy thing, I haven't really played anything PlayStation-wise. Um, unfortunately, that television is uh, monopolized by either my child or us trying to sleep because we do have the, the newbie who's turning a month old uh, very soon, a couple of days. Um so I haven't done anything PlayStation-wise, but I have been playing on my uh, Switch and uh, switching it up a little bit. Um, just playing Mario Rabbids, playing Zelda, stuff like that. So hopefully I can get back to PlayStation gaming very soon. Um, my plan is still to go through the... I'm trying to get through all of the Telltale games that I missed. <clears throat> and I also picked up on Flash Sale, I picked up Overcooked. So hopefully when my wife is you know, not exhausted at night we could throw that on well, to unwind in a little bit and play together she loves those cooking games she loved cooking mama when she was uh, you know a kid and, and stuff um she plays a one of those cooking games on the phone uh that she really likes uh so i think she'll she'll dig it so i'm very excited to show her that one and, and try and get some trophies together and and hopefully not kill each other hopefully nobody storms out of the house with the ps4 but we'll see what about you tricky what you playing the only game that I've really been playing all week is uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. How you liking it? You digging it? I'm digging it, but I have to I have to eat a little bit of humble pie here. Alice was right. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, the one section so far is the only open <sighs> open world section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just the second. But listen, these things happen, Tricky. And the fact that you're able to eat that humble pie is is a good thing. It's a good thing. 
But don't worry. At least, we, I can, we, at least I can admit when I'm wrong. We won't, we won't harp on it for too long. Don't the, worry. But the best but the best part is is that since Alex is not here, he won't know that I just admitted he was right because he doesn't listen to the show. Oh, there you go. I'm sure somebody will so bring li- it to his attention, but it won't be me. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, so listeners, I'm counting on you. Nobody tell Alex. <laughs> Uh, you know who the first person to tell Alex is going to be, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm J- not going to say I'm not I'm not going to say his name, but his initials are JT. <laughs> snitches get stitches, JT. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's the only thing we've been playing. The only thing, other thing I've been playing is I've been watching Friends on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, that's a. See, I, I like to catch it when it runs. Because it, it apparently Friends is now on Nick at Night, which just haunts me. It just makes me. Oh, God. It, time needs to slow down. But anyway, yeah, I've been watching it on Jesus Nick at Night. Jesus, lobster. <laughs> uh, uh, see, see uh, this, this, and this is what bothers me about Netflix. Is there's so many other shows I need to be watching. I need to be watching Death Note. I need to be watching House of Cards. Oranges of the New Black. Um, the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching Friends. At least it's not Fuller House. At least you're not watching that. Hey, I watched all. I watched all those episodes. I, I'm. I'm. That's fine. So have I. But I'm saying it's it's good that you don't have that on your plate. <laughs> At least right. that's so, not taking uh, the time. <sighs> younger list. Younger listeners, uh, close your ears for a second. Steven. Earmuffs. Yes. What do you think of Stephanie in the uh, tomato bath? She's a beautiful woman. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> I'm my I'm god. I'm glad they I'm glad they took a uh, PG thirteen route on that one on that show. Very I'm, very I'm smart. See, look at my camera right now. Is the goddess giving me a weird look, or is she not even paying attention to me? I think she might be ignoring you. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're good. I don't know. She's giving me the finger. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. <sighs> What All right, so back to the show. Young, younger listeners, you can come back now. All right, so uh, let's get into the news. Now, we did miss last week, so I went through and uh, found the news stories that I think like we really missed. And uh, most of these are just pass-through topics, honestly. Uh, the one thing we're going to start off, we're going to start off strong, is Gamescom happened while we were taking a break. And apparently, Microsoft executive says that cross-network play talks are ongoing with Sony. Uh, Corden, go ahead. I was just going to say that this is this is a good thing, but I really, in my bones, I feel like this is just a, a is PR mitigation on Sony's part. I think that they they. Uh, no, I th- I think this is just Microsoft trying to. Uh, Look like the better guy, right? They're putting the the onus on on Sony, but I don't know because they. I mean, Sony's excuse sucked as to why they weren't going to do it. Although it kind of makes sense from a business standpoint, but still, it sucks from a consumer standpoint. So I just I feel like they're both kind of. I think they're both playing ball. Uh, they just happen to be playing a different sport. <laughs> uh, according to the IGN article. Uh, following the announcement of several games featuring crossplay between PCs and consoles, excluding the PlayStation 4 and E3 2017, a Microsoft executive has explained that they and Sony are on, are in ongoing discussions about making cross-network play a reality someday. 
Speaking to Game Reactor, Xbox head of marketing Aaron Greenberg confirmed to the companies have discussed the possibility of cross-play and continue to do so. Greenberg remains hopeful that Sony will be supportive of the initiative. Quote, absolutely, yeah. We're talking to Sony about cross-play. We do partner with them on Minecraft, and of course, we would like to enable them to be a part of that one community to unite gamers. So we're talking to them about it, and we're hopeful that they'll be supportive of it. End quote. Uh, now I'm not know. I'm I'm not saying Aaron Greenberg is lying because I'm sure Microsoft has gone to Sony and said let's make this happen. But yeah. the only the only reason, in my opinion, to keep bringing this up is to put pressure on Sony and make Sony look like the bad guy for not letting it happen. Right. It, it would be. I mean, it's almost as if like. You know, you ask your parents if you, if you could go to your friend's house when you're a kid, but you don't really want to go to your friend's house, but you know your parents are going to say no anyway. But in front of your friends, you still say, "Hey, can I go to my friend's house?" And they're like, "No." You're like, "Oh, you see, I tried." See? Yeah. Dang. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like that's exactly the way I'm viewing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but at, at the same time, at at the same time, I think um, I think it would uh, it would behoove Sony to to stand their ground i think um this whole uh, xbox xbox made their bed at this point with the whole you could play everything on the pc everything that's on xbox and there and there was difficulty you know selling their their product because of that now the the xbox one x has been doing well in pre-orders and stuff like that that's great but that's that has a lot to do with their damage control they, they have they have a lot of damage control to do sony doesn't have to sony doesn't have to play damage control they have a comfortable lead they're they're sitting pretty they're the king of the castle so i, I don't i think they should let these other things come to them as opposed to them having to go out yeah make it a good deal for them make it make it worth it for sony uh players for you know for playstation consumers so i i think in the long run i think they do have our best interest in hand or in mind rather but i don't know i guess it remains to be seen i hopefully we we do get this across the board because then we're just closer to just the whole one console future um but we'll see all right, our next bit of news is we have details on PlayStation 4's next firmware update. Uh, firmware update 5.0, codename Nobungaga. I'm not making that up. Nobungaga. Makes a variety of changes across the board. There's a heavy emphasis on how players manage their friends and families while using their PlayStation 4. A new, quote, family system rejigs the, that's their word, rejigs. The old master sub-hierarchy and allows for tailored parent controls for individual users. A custom list option replaces the old favorites group and allows players to design their own list based on individual preferences. There are also plenty to love for those who love broadcasting the game. With the previously rumored Twitch update confirmed, 1080p 60 frames per second streaming is now supported on Twitch for those who own a PlayStation 4 Pro. In addition, broadcasts can now be directly linked to communities as spectator comments can now be made visible in VR mode. Thank you! Allowing broadcasters to connect more easily with their viewers. VR players also get the added bonus of support for 5.1 channel surround and 7.1 channel sur virtual surround while watching DVDs or Blu-rays in cinematic mode. That's actually really cool. There are also uh, some general ease of improvements. Music can now be directly shared in a message, allowing recipients to open the song on their PlayStation 4 or mobile device, and notifications becoming more easily accessible through the quick menu. There's now an option to turn off pop-up notifications while watching TV or other video content, as well as disabling message previews. Also a good idea. Yes. So, uh, 
but see, I, I want to go back to the, the Twitch thing for a second. Uh, I, I don't want there to be confusion because what they're talking about is if you stream through the system right. to Twitch. Right. If you use a PVR like I do and most, I, I, I hate to use this word, but upper echelon of streamers yeah. that are using a PVR, that does not play. The 1080p 60 frames has always been a, a thing. If you're using a PV- PVR, if you had the system to run it. Right. It's just if you're using your PS4 as your primary means of streaming, you're streaming through that app, you know, that whole thing. I remember messing right. around with that when I first got my PS4. I was like, what the hell is this? And I had my little picture on the corner there, and then I got called a couple of terrible words, and I stopped and never did it again. <laughs> do, do you get uh, called uh, terrible words in multiplayer? No, I was I was just streaming. Uh, I was streaming either the... Uh, Bloodborne. I was streaming Bloodborne. You, you messed up that segue. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't look at the agenda. No, I'm not looking at it right now. I'm, I'm keeping an so, eye on my. So, <laughs> so let's let's try this again. All right, hold on. Let me get it over. Okay. <clears throat> so, have you ever been called some rude names while you were playing multiplayer? Multiplayer? You mean like Uncharted's The Lost Legacy update to their no multiplayer? You destroyed it again. <laughs> I'm believing both of these in there now. Steven was supposed to go, no, I've never been. He goes, yeah, I've been called uh, bad names on multiplayer. Then, then I was going to say, well, then you might want to stay away from the Lost Legacy's new update. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get the script. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I'm leaving all this in the show, by the way. Yeah, it's it's fun that way. Less uh, is more. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy adds update adds new multiplayer mode, character, and skins. Uh, they're going to be getting the the, uh, the multiplayer is also getting a free Lost Legacy themed update on the twenty second of August, which has already happened. So uh, I got a question about this, and I don't mean sure. to cut you off, but this is really friggin' confusing. So Dad. the Lost Legacy is supposed to be a DLC. Then it was it was priced at a premium thirty nine ninety nine. It's a standalone thing that you can get. Even without the game. So it's clearly not DLC. Now it's getting its own multiplayer, <laughs> for lack of a better term, updates and DLC. Like, what the hell is this? Is it its own game? Are we considering this its own game? Is it being looked at as its own game when it's being reviewed? Like, uh, this is just really confusing. The, all right. <laughs> I agree with you. It's, it's confusing because this is <clears throat> this is basically the way I understand it. When Uncharted 4 was announced and their season pass was announced they said that we were going to be getting a a single player DLC a la The Last of Us with Left Behind. Right. Apparently they have now foregone the single player DLC and this and they have launched Lost Legacy in its place. So this is an 8 to 10 hour game, but it's considered the single player DLC from Uncharted 4. And it has its own DLC. And now it's getting its <laughs> own DLC. <laughs> uh, oh, but man. see, but see, see, even that term DLC is a little confusing too because it's not getting add-on content. Anything you download from the PlayStation Network 
is technically DLC. No, I know, I know. It, it's all it's all semantics no, and this and that. And right, right. Thing, but but I I see. I had this argument with Yield one time because he used to say DLC all the time, and I'm like, well, technically, anything you download off the store is DLC. He's like, no, it's not. It's like, yeah, DLC stands for downloaded content. You're <laughs> downloading it, therefore it's DLC. What you're referring to is add-on content. Right. He's like, oh. <laughs> All right, so according to the PlayStation blog, the update adds a new com- competitive challenge mode called Survival Arena. Excuse me. I guess I'm drinking Pepsi during the show. It's a spin on the regular Survival mode introduced in over 100 waves of new enemy types, wave modifiers, and siege zones. If you're able to clear the waves, you'll earn Savage Starlight Skeleton Skins. Don't know what that is. Ooh. As part of the update, Nadine and Chloe will be receiving new skins with new character models, outfits pulled from the Lost Legacy. Lastly, the Lost Legacy's villain, Asaf, Asaf, well, I don't know why the hell I just said Asaf, Asaf, (laughs) I'm actually playing the game, so I don't know why I just did that, will be the latest new playable character in multiplayer. The update will be available to anyone who either owns Uncharted 4 and or the Lost Legacy uh, and see, comes packaged with and the Uncharted 4 multiplayer content. Mm-hmm, there you go. There, see, there's the, the uh, yep, yep, yep. So now the, the the Lost Legacy has DLC that is both for the Lost Legacy and Uncharted 4, but the Lost no, Legacy wait, is DLC stop. for the Uncharted stop. 4. And, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> see, this article is so misleading. This is not Lost Legacy stuff. This is Uncharted Uncharted 4 stuff. stuff That is is Lost Legacy themed. Ah, you see, you see. Now this is this makes sense now. This okay. This stuff is not being added to the Lost Legacy. This stuff is being added to Uncharted Four. Ah, okay. See this. See the headline. Listen to the headline again. Uncharted Lost Legacy update. Adds new multiplayer modes, characters, and skins. That's not thing. Uncharted 4 update. Or if they said the, if they put the Uncharted, the Lost Legacy update. Because then it would be, that's the name of the update. No, because un, cause then you say that, that would go back to Drake's fortune. This is all nonsense. Yes. Anyway, Uncharted 4 is getting Lost Legacy content. That's basically the story. Man, if they keep this up, they're just going to divide their audience right in half. People aren't going to know what's going on. There's going to be just this division right down the middle. Oh, you are so bad at segues. <laughs> in a game that Steven should be playing, The Division. Uh, the Division update 1.7 adds global events, new gear, and more. And Q, Alice going, who the fuck cares? No, sorry. <laughs> um, I actually like this update. Uh, Division 1.7 update is out now, and it adds several changes to the game. According to Ubisoft, the free update brings with it global events, which are week-long themed events that will let players earn new vanity items, classified gear via earned tokens. Some of these events will have global modifiers, which will affect regular PvE missions and the game's map in interesting ways. Players could look forward to acquiring the new classified gear sets, which grant bonuses for equipping five or six pieces at a time. There are also plenty of new cosmetic items with patches and face masks that can be earned by completing challenges. New encrypted cashiers, which will be unlocked by finding or purchasing keys, will also contain new emotes, outfits, and skins. Yes, I can now do the Carlton in Division. There you go. 
I knew that's what you've been waiting for. That's the only reason why you've been that, playing. You're just waiting for that. You you wanted I, to be the first in line. That I got the first the first emote I bought. The first new dance I bought was the Colton. Beautiful. Additionally, you can now recustomize and change your character's appearance for the first time ever at the base of operations. Four full list of changes included a detailed list of all the bug fixes, which is massive. Which I'm, I'm ashamed to say, but it is a massive list. Mm. Uh, new missions and skills and balances can be found on Ubisoft's uh, website on their patch notes. Now, I bring this up because uh, every 15 days, which is like the military, the first and the 15th of every month, they download, they send a cash, uh, you know, a, a supply box in uh, to the game. Anybody that's level 30 or above. And I go in twice a week to go in, get the thing, and then I basically turn the game off because I'm not really keeping up with it, but I want—I don't want to miss out on a, a supply drop. Sure. And the global events actually got me playing the game. I actually played for like six hours the other day before I realized, like, oh, shit, I'm playing this for six hours. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good game, and, and adding adding more content for you to do, especially higher-level players like yourself, like, this is this is good. This is good for people I, who supported the game. I got. I gotta get you back in the game so we can go into the dark zone together. Ooh, scary. Yes. All right. So that's the division update. If you're not playing the division, I know Alex and Yield, who both never played the game, give it a lot of shit. Go, go play the division because it's actually a good game. I concur. Uh, in a topic that Alex is gonna be upset he missed. Okami HD is reportedly lined up for a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One release. Okami HD will reportedly be re-released for Xbox One and PS4 on December 12th. I say re-released because you could play those games on the PS4, but that was the PS3 port. According to Kotaku's UK sources, the game has been added to an internal release schedule for two European retail chains. The game, which was released in the Western Territories as a PS3-only download HD in 2012, will apparently be released physically at this time around, and there's apparently no Switch port. Ha ha. That's all right. It'll come eventually. Okami, a Zelda-like game about a wolf goddess in which players use a... Paintbrush to alter the world around them <coughs> is a beloved cult classic and has seen more than one re-release at this point. We've been cautiously waiting for this for years now, and the Okami Twitter re- released a big news for the franchise in 2013. It turned out to be an art book, which we may get We may get the news one day. Uh, director Hidei has said previously that he has ideas for a sequel. Okami now, is, the, is definitely top three. Zelda games in those top three 3D Zelda games, I should say. I'm not counting the 2D stuff, but I mean, it's it's a really good game. I played it way back when. I don't GameCube. Yeah, I think GameCube was the one. I Game GameCube or PS2. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's that's a fantastic game. So this is this is good. And I, it's not in this news story, but I heard that Okami is getting the Crash Bandicoot series. Uh, uh, treatment and saying that it's going to be redone from the ground up. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. So. I mean, it's a beautiful. It, well, it was a beautiful game when it came out. I can't imagine what if they rebuild it from the ground up. What it what what it can do for that type of game. So also being made from the ground up is a game that I really liked as a kid. Secret of Mana is being remade for the PlayStation Four and Vita. Oh boy. Vita getting Sony some reveal- love. 
According to an article on ProvingGamer.com, mm-hmm. Sony revealed a ground-up 3D remake of Secret Mana, something that none of us expected to see. To quote the official PlayStation blog, one of the greatest RPGs of all time, Secret of Mana, is coming back to life in 3D. Secret of Mana will come to the PlayStation 4 and Vita digitally on February 15th, 2018, worldwide. Uh, I got a, I'm, I'm excited about this. I got a question for you. I, sure. I did not play Secret of Mana. That, I, that eluded me. What is wrong with you? It, it just eluded me. Like, uh, RPGs, were, there were so many of them. You know, and I kind of stuck to the main lines. I stuck to the Final Fantasies of the world and the Dragon Quests if, whenever they came around and stuff like that. But it, should I, if I'm going to play this game, should I just wait for this the version of it or should I go and play the old 2D whatever version? See, that's a tough question to ask because I want to say go play it right now because if this turns out to be a booty game, like they, they don't do it justice... I don't want you to soil your experience mm. on, on you know, but I would say no matter what, wait until February, wait until you see the reviews for it. Yeah. Wait until you see how people saying that it plays. If it plays all right, buy this version. If not, go back and play the, uh, the old PS2 version or not PS2. Oh, <laughs> Super Nintendo version. Sweet. All right. All right. We're, we're mowing through the topics here. Love it. Next thing, uh, are you a Final Fantasy f- fan? I am. Are you an Assassin's Creed fan? Uh, I would say I'm middle of the road on final, on uh, Assassin's Creed. How about if the two of them came together and did something together? It would make a beautiful, beautiful dream egg baby. Well, apparently Square Enix and Ubisoft announced a partnership between the Final Fantasy 15 and Assassin's Creed Origins. The partnership is designed to pay respect to each of the game's designs and worlds. The first content from this crossover deal would come on August 30th, which is a few days away. Probably the day before you're hearing this. No, the day you're hearing this. Go right now. Stop listening. Go turn on Final Fantasy 15. Oh, don't, oh, don't stop listening. <laughs> Just, you know, pause us for a second and then well, no, come keep, back. Keep listening, keep listening to the show as you wait for Final Fantasy 15 to update. Correct. Uh, Final Fantasy Fantasy 15 players uh, who have acquired the Dream Egg will receive an Assassin's-themed outfit for Noctis. The next day, the Assassin's Festival DLC will launch. The festival will give players access to more Assassin's-themed gear and items along with a second outfit. Additionally, players will be able to use techniques found in Assassin's Creed, allowing for uh, a stealthy approach to combat as well as classic platforming and movement. At this time, there hasn't been announcements of what, what content from Final Fantasy XV will make its way into Origins, but Origins release on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 on October 27th. Uh, if you go to ProvingGamer.com, you can check out the trailer for the Assassin's Festival. As if Final, Fantasy's fif- Final Fantasy XV's story wasn't <sighs> confusing enough, <laughs> they're going to throw... The Assassin's Creed universe right there in the middle. I mean, the thing didn't make sense to begin with, so I guess it'll fit right in. Um, I, I have to admit, was not expecting this whatsoever. I, when I heard about it before watching the trailer, I heard about it. I was like, really? This is just stupid. Then I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, damn. This, this looks really good. <laughs> it, it does look... <laughs> it's not something you'd ever expect, but yeah, it does look good. Yeah. You know what doesn't look good? I, I can name so many things. 
Um, Hellboy? See, I think Hellboy looks great. Oh, my God. I love Hellboy. What the hell? Hellboy is just an injustice to to society. (laughs) Yes, well... He was, is was that an, bad? He's he's a second injustice because Hellboy has been announced as a third wheel in the next uh, character pack for Injustice Two. Um, you know what? I, I I can't even repeat. I I can't even report this news because I'm just so flabbergasted at this. You do this news story. I'm gonna go get a cigarette because I need one. All right. So NetherRealm Studios uh, revealed their new character packs. Uh, we're getting Black Manta. Um, which is a DC character, kind of, I would say, B-level villain, maybe even C-level villain. He's, like, one of the uh, villains for Aquaman. Uh, you also got Raiden from Mortal Kombat, which is, he's a Mortal Kombat staple. I don't understand why he was omitted for, to begin with. Um, and then, of course, we get a little surprise. Because we get this Hellboy. is not a Mortal Kombat game? Uh, no, I, I, I know, I know, I, I, I know, but... It's technically... what. I feel right. like I, I feel like of I'm all cut. the characters that they that they could have used from the very beginning because this is this this is which pack is this? Is this the third pack of characters? Second pack. Second. Second okay. pack. I feel like well, I guess yeah, you have to do they did Sub Zero first, right? Is that the one they did first? Well, in the in first Injustice they did Scorpion because that's Ed Boon's baby. Like you right. know, God forbid he put out a game without Scorpion in it. Right. Uh, then the, initially uh, Sub Zero was announced as. Uh, the first fighter pack, and now Raiden is in the thir- the yeah. second pack. The second pack for the second game. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's all right. Uh, but everyone's shitting Hel- on this is Hellboy, Hellboy thing. Is Hellboy a DC character? No, he's a he's a uh, independent. Um, uh, I forget the name. Oh, what is it? Uh, Mir- is it Mirage? I forget the the com the uh, line that puts him out. Um, but he fit he fits in with the, with this type of thing. Um, the, the cool thing is that he, he kind of fits both worlds really well. Um, I feel like he can be in the Mortal Kombat universe by himself as like a demon, you know, come to hell or come from hell, you know, come to earth. But he also fits that superhero genre, which is the genre that he's in. So I think he, it's a natural fit. It would be interesting to see how he plays. Um, but the only way that I'll accept this is if Ron Perlman's doing the voice. He's not, he's not sadly. I, I, yeah, on the trailer, you can watch the trailer at ProvingGamer.com. Um, he is not doing the voice. And that was one of the first things I said was, oh, they couldn't get Ron Perlman? That sucks. But it, it is somebody doing a very good Ron Perlman impression. My, my problem with this, and if you go to ProvingGamer.com, and Stephen, I want you to go to ProvingGamer.com right now and click on this link. Mm-hmm. My problem with Hellboy is his head is way too small for that body. <laughs> he the head looks bigger when he's got when he has the thorns or the the horns rather. No, 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 no. I'm looking like that that looks like beetle juice to me right now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he, big broad the character shoulders model is a little like, weird. Yeah. He looks he looks way truer to what the comic book draws him like uh, how the uh, artists draw him like in the comics he's a little bit more thin his arm is is way bigger um than the rest of his body kind of in a juxtaposition there um the movie was more rounded he was more of like a uh brawly type character it was ron, it was ron perlman that's the way it should be that makeup was ridiculous if you ever watch i i have the hellboy director's cut the stuff that he had to go through for that makeup was just ridiculous crazy stuff his best two roles were Clay Morrow and Hellboy. 
I agree. I love so that's it, man. That, that rounds out the news. Yeah, but we do have a topic of the week. But before we get into the topic of the week, uh, let's do our Sophie's Trophy. Uh, Sid, take it away. Hello and welcome to Sophie's Trophies episode 8. I'm Sid and hope you're all well. And today I'm going to talk about Ocean Horn. Now I know it's been discussed on the show uh, this past couple of weeks. um, But I want to talk about the trophy list, not the game itself, if that makes sense. Um, A quick thing about the game, Tricky did say it did Zelda better than Breath of the Wild. Now I haven't played Breath of the Wild... But I do know it's a more open world game than what Zelda used to be. So I can see what he's saying about that because this does play very much like old school Zelda. Um, As far as the trophy list goes, there's nothing too taxing in it. Um, The Platinum is a 12.9, which is very rare. Um, And I shall just go through and just go through a couple of trophies, um, you know, just to give you an idea of what you've got. Uh, Bronze Trophy, Fruity de Terra. Uh, says a rare trophy at 43.8%, which is ship an item to another island. Easy enough, I think. Uh, tough as a boot, again, a bronze trophy, uh, 28.0 rarity. Uh, break a crate with trencher boots. Now, I haven't done that one yet, but I think I can figure out what it is. Uh, Crimson Collector, collect bloodstones from all over the world. Now, these are little red stones that are on certain walls on the islands. Um, I don't know how you destroy them yet, but I'm sure I will find that out soon. Um, There's your usual defeat every kind of monster in the game, uh, kill 50 spawn, get all 8 heart containers, sorry. And uh, the one I'm wondering about is uh, Scholar, which says, study the Arcadian history. Now, I'm guessing that's reading some form of books, but I don't know about that yet. But yeah, that's basically it. I'm still going. Smash 50 skeletons to pieces. uh, Spend 2,000 coins in the shop. uh, Trophies like that, really. It's nothing too taxing so far. Um, I have played the game a bit, and it is a really enjoyable game. So yeah, um, that's it. A recommendation for Oceanhorn if you want a nice uh, platinum to go for. The trophy list is good. Nothing too annoying, and the game itself plays really, really well. So, thanks for listening this week, guys. As always, you can get in touch with me, uh, Sidders1978 on the PSN. Uh, get in touch with me through uh, the Trophy Horse Facebook group, or send me an email, sid at provengamer.com. So, yep, thanks a lot. Oh, sorry, one thing I will mention this week, because I mentioned it last week, my Twitter handle is at Sidney which is S-I-D-D-E-R-N-E-Y. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Um, Have fun and keep getting those trophies. Bye. All right, and we're back. Uh, Thank you, Sid, for that week's Sophie's Trophy. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't listened to it yet because I've been very busy, but I'm sure that whatever he said is very insightful and uh, very good. Top-notch work. Top-notch work. Yes. All right, so our topic of the week, I, I really wanted... Uh, more people to be here for this um, because I have a slight problem with the Lost Legacy, but it's not really a problem per se. Okay. And I'm I'm going to provide a little bit of a spoiler for you 
but it really doesn't spoil anything in the in story wise. Sure. Okay. Um, our topic of this week is: Should video games provide cheats in the first playthrough of a game? And now this is where, like I said, I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler, but I promise you it does not spoil any story. Okie dokie. In the fourth chapter of the game is where the game goes open world. And you go in and there in the area you come to a temple. And the temple basically tells you that you have to find 11 discs inside of that open world. Okay. And you're... And your map instantly gets marked of where all these 11 are. Okay. The, the general area. Now, once you have collected all 11 of them, you go back to the temple where it told you to go get them, and it unlocks this uh, wristband that you wear. Um, I believe it's called the Queen's Gambit. Or the Queen's Legacy or something like that. I, I might say Queen's Gambit because I'm thinking Arrow, but... Um, but anyway, with this option turned on, and you can turn it off, but with this option turned on, for the rest of the game, every time you go near a treasure that you're supposed to find, because like in the arcade games, you find the treasures, mm -hmm. your controller will shake, and there will sound come out of the controller, letting you know you're near a trophy, or a treasure. Which I think, in my opinion, breaks the immersion of exploring. Because now I don't have to worry about going to that corner over there to see if something's over there. If I run by and I get no notification, then I know that I don't have to waste time going into that corner. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I think in the context of, of that, it's it's an item in the game, so it's not... I mean, it's something that the characters would have, and the, and I guess if the characters are wearing this thing, well, they're, you know, they, their primary objective isn't to find these things. It's it's if they stumble upon them that it, it is what it is. I think to to that case specifically, it wouldn't bother me as much. I think, I mean, they do the same thing in Breath of the Wild, right? When once you get uh, your little uh, t tablet, whatever the hell it's the Sheikah Slate, it starts to let you know w if you're in the right direction of a shrine and whatever, and you could go and find the shrine. That's fine. Right, but, but that, but that's that's a little different though. It's almost because that's not you could turn but, it off. Well, yeah, but in Breath of the Wild, it directs you to a shrine, which I understand, but you still have to complete the shrine. Right. It, it's not like you walk up and all of a sudden you get whatever the shrine gives you. This is you, you know, you know something's an area, so you stop, you look around, and you find it. And it, you go off. Well, I guess you still have to find it. I guess there's some challenge there. But, I mean, in that case, it wouldn't bother me. But, actually, in, in really any case, it doesn't bother me. If you if you open up cheats for a game from the very beginning and it's a single-player game, I that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, that, that brings me back to the old days of games with Game Shark and Game Genie and all that stuff. And just having fun with the video game. Because that's, that's the purpose of the games, you know, for me. Um... I'm not going to do something that's going to ruin the experience for myself. Um, you know, if I'm playing a game, for example, if I was playing Uncharted, I'm not going to use something that is going to give me automatic headshots. Um, I'm not going to do something that's going to give me unlimited health. I'm not going to do something that, you know, shows me the path, you know, or whatever it may, or like makes my feet silent so I don't alert anybody. Like, I'm not going to do something like that. 
because that's that is that's a li- literal cheat and that actually makes the game way easier. If it's a secondary thing or an ancillary thing like just finding a treasure or um I don't know like maybe it alerts you to where weapon caches are or something like that, that really doesn't bother me, but you know, it, it's I think you have to take it game by game basis. I, I want to say, but for me, I bought the game and if they want to give me some some cool cheats to play with to make the game uh fun and or or interesting in different ways i think uh i think that's all fair game doesn't bother me at all see i i think my problem with this is that searching for the treasures in an uncharted game it it, i want to say it added uh time with the game to explore to enjoy the beauty and all this other stuff i mean there's other things you have to do in the lost legacy uh, the optional conversations, which I never liked in any of the games, they're back. Uh, if you get to a certain beautiful location, Chloe will take a picture of it. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just like I think the first playthrough of a game should be pure, if if that's the right word. Like, let me go through the game and, and beat it and... Then if I want to go back and mess around after the story is done and I'm just enjoying the game and I want to go back and play, then give me all the stuff to find the treasures easily. To play devil's advocate, who is more qualified to determine what is pure in an Uncharted game? Tricky Mick or or Naughty Dog? I'm not debating that. I know, but that's the the argument as a whole. Like, for them, they, they, they say, hey, this is a cool item that these treasure hunters found that helps them find other treasures that you don't necessarily need to find. Uh, you know what it, right. what does bother me is that if there's, if there's a trophy attached to finding all the collectibles and you do it without, and you do it without it and I do it with it, that's kind of shitty. So that, they, and there is a, there is a trophy for collecting all 65 treasures. So in that, and it does not matter if you use the, the well, uh, that's exactly the bracelet or not. Right. That's my point. If you use the bracelet, I think you should not get that trophy. But whatever that that's that's that is using a it's not a cheat. I wouldn't say it's a cheat because it's an in-game mechanic. It's something that they give you to do. If it was a menu that you go in and you put a bunch of codes in, and then all of a sudden it marks the the location of all the treasures, that's a different story. I mean, when I played, um, uh, what was it Fallout? Maybe I think it was Fallout Three. I used a strategy guide to find some of the vaults because I just couldn't. I just didn't know where they all were. So that's technically a cheat as well. But it wasn't given to me in the game. However, if there was a character in the game that said, "Here, I could put down all the vaults for you," you know, and then they put all the vaults. Is that is that is that something that you would be against? Like a, uh, like a character marking it on all your map, you know, where all the vaults are, because you need to clear the vaults to get to get trophies in that game. Well, I'm not even talking about like. My conversation is not about trophies. It's more or less saying like the the fact that it tells you about this particular area to go. All right, I, I get, I totally get with you, what you're saying, and well, I'm not, well, I'm not trying well, to poke holes in your well, argument. No, no, no. Let, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, but let me let me explain it a little bit. And this this is a minor spoiler for the game. Uh-oh. Earmuffs. Once once you get to the fourth chapter, you have to... You go up uh, a temple. 
And when you get to the top of the temple, you open doors. And it basically tells you, okay, this is where you have to go. And there's three areas that you have to go to, story-wise, in the game. And then when you open the fourth door, it tells you, oh, what is that? Maybe I'll, I should go check that out. So it's not like it's, it's an obscure temple that you may or may not come across. The game basically tells you, go check this out. Right. And when you get there, the game basically tells you, oh, I have one of these. Let me go find the other ten. And your map instantly tells you where the other ten are. Right. So it's not like it's saying... It's it's not... The game is not making you go out of your way to accomplish this, so to speak. I mean, if you want to say you're going out of your way to actually go find them, that's an argument I can hear. But what I'm saying is it's not saying go explore this big area... And see if you can find these ten. It's saying, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one. Mm -hmm. Go get them. So, it, I, I guess my problem is more or less lying, saying, like, I, I think it should have been a little bit more obscure and saying, okay, for the people that actually went out and did this, here's your reward. Right. Where my feeling is the game's basically saying, go do this, and we're going to give you this nice cheat. Because also, like most uncharted game, unlike most uncharted games, uh, you have to beat you you have to beat the game on crushing to get the platinum, because there is a platinum with the game. Right. Unchar uh, crushing is unlocked from the start, which I like. Right. I chose not to do crushing because I want to go through the game and I want to enjoy myself. <laughs> Doesn't that um, suck though? Doesn't that suck that crushing literally makes you hate the game? <laughs> Like I can't like I I've gotten I got the platinum for Uncharted One. God on bless the you. PS3. God bless you. I went through <laughs> to try to get it again on the PlayStation Four. <laughs> I got to the one area on crushing, and was like I gave up. I was like I'm not doing this again. The 400 grenade area where you just get a million grenades thrown at you. <laughs> yeah, when it when you're in the water and you got the guys above you and yeah. below you and yeah, they come. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! All right, but getting back to the Lost Legacy, um. You can if you beat the game on normal, you get all the all the cheats for your second playthrough. And you could actually go through crushing with all the cheats, which basically makes crushing so much easier. Right. Well, I guess it's an, a reward for you, I guess. Right, but that's the reward because I've beaten the game, boom. This is oh well, you're four chapters into a 10 chapter game. Let's just show you where all the treasures are. Yeah, I, I guess that, to that point, that, yeah. that I, I can say, I, like, I could maybe I would have been okay if they gave you that bracelet in like chapter nine, because you still got to go through a majority of the game again to get all the treasures. But this is chapter four, right? And I can honestly say with this bracelet, yeah, and yes, I'm exploiting it. Don't I? Don't get no twisted. I'm using it to its full capacity. I must have picked up thirty treasures. Just using the bracelet. that In areas that would I would never even thought to look. Just because the thing started going off. Mm. So. I don't know. It, it's I, I just think the first way through the game should be. Let's 
tell the story, let's play the game, and then your second playthrough, that's where you get to have your quote unquote fun. Right. Um Yeah, I think I think for that in that case, I mean they're trying to make it fit within the story's narrative, but I guess in in that sense it is kind of a little weird that they would allow something like that, but um in in some in some ways it reminds me of getting a superior weapon in a game that blow that helps you blow through a bunch of enemies earlier on in in a game's playthrough um i'm trying to think of like a specific example of it but there's well i guess one example would be the uh power armor in fallout 4 there you get one but then you don't get any power cores for it but there was a, it, there were people <clears throat> excuse me there was locations that you can find other pieces of the power armor but you're not meant to find all these pieces up front in the beginning of the game however there were some players that figured out the the fastest way to do it they would post this online and then you would go okay i'm gonna go from here to here to here to here and then i have the best armor in the game and i still haven't done any story missions and then all of a sudden the first eight hours of the game are super easy because you went out of your way and you got the the most powerful you know power armor in the game so i feel like in that in that sense it's kind of stupid but again it's an open world game that's your prerogative you want to do that fine do it but the devs gave you the tools to do that in the similar way that they're giving you the tools to find these treasures a little easier if you want so i i think i think there need we need to define what what a cheat is in some way um because to me to me the bracelet thing isn't really a cheat and going around and finding if I did it on my own and I found all these power armor pieces, that's not a cheat. It was put in the game purposefully and I found it and I was able to exploit it. Um, but going on the internet and finding out where all that stuff is, that's kind of a cheat. Um, using codes, that's a cheat. Using, you, you know, right, but you know, like, whatever, stuff but like to that. my point, to my point earlier, all that stuff is you going out of your way right. to find this stuff. Right. This is the game basically saying. Go do this, right? And that, that's I think that's where my problem lies. I think I think to to the to the point of the of what the topic is is should cheats be in the games from the beginning? No, I don't think they should. Um, in in this type of game, uh, well, actually, you know what? No, I shouldn't even say that. I I should say it doesn't matter. Um, but I also don't think that this is necessarily a cheat. Um, I think it's a it's a game device that they put in there to just make things a little bit more interesting or a little bit less um, uh, painstakingly, you know, there are some people who can't find those, those treasures. There are people that there are, you know, 12 year olds or, or whatever that play the game, I guess, whatever it's, it helps them find it if they want, whatever. Um, I think it's a weird decision. I think it's a weird choice. Um, but in gaming in general, I don't. I don't think so. I think if it's a short enough game, sure, you play through it once, and then I mean, is New Game Plus is that a cheat? Is you know, no. New Game Plus like New Game, New Game Plus is is you playing the game a second time, right? But you get to your way. Well, it depends what kind of New Game Plus. There are some that scale up with you, and there are some that don't. There are some that it's literally just starting the game over, except you're super powerful. So I think. You know. Right, but but again, as you said, you're starting the game over. You've already completed the game. Right. So that that to me is not 
th- that doesn't fall under this thing because that's not your first playthrough. That's your second playthrough. Right. I'm just that's where you're getting to go have fun. Right. Right. Um, but there are games that tie trophies, and I know this isn't the part of the discussion, but there are games that tie trophies into completing a new game plus or a harder difficulty mode. Right, but again, that's not your first playthrough. Right. Um, that's where, that's, I have no problem with any of that because that's, I've completed the game, now I'm going to go have fun with it and blow shit up. Right. Um, One shot kills, you know, whatever it may be. But uh, just... I, I know we're going round and round about this. And, no, uh, I, I think it's an inter- well, it's an interesting topic it's, because it's, it, it you have to decide what those, a cheat is and and what makes be, it because, important. Because also, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. You can level up your character because you actually said something earlier. You know, making your footsteps lighter, and that's actually a feature in Assassin's Creed Syndicate is you're leveling up your assassin uh, to being able to walk quieter. Mm-hmm. That to me is not the same thing because you're leveling up your character. Your character is getting better being an assassin. Where the bracelet in Uncharted Lost Legacy is a secondary thing. It's a treasure you find that has supernatural abilities that allows you... It's it's like a metal detect a metal detector on your wrist. Sure. And that to me, like, is is the game cheating in a way to say, okay, we're gonna make this easier gameplay wise for you? No. It's it's a way to say, okay, you don't have to run into that corner because we're we're telling you there's no treasure in that corner. Where if you went into that corner, maybe you get to see something you didn't see before. I think so the word it, you're 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 struggling to find here is cheap. It's cheap to do something like that. It's not. It's a it's a I, cheap I way of. Right. I, I think it is. I think because you the type of gamer that you are, you want to go in every corner and you want to explore. And it's cheap when the game gives you an item that makes it so that you don't have to do that. That's kind of a I, that's I, a kind of a cheap way out of of having I, your I player explore. I, what you explained is is very accurate. Cheap is not the word I would use, though. Mm. But what you said is very accurate. Uh, I don't know. But listeners, let us know what you think. Get involved in the Facebook group and get involved in the comments underneath this uh, this post. Hopefully, you're hearing all this and not just 15 seconds. <laughs> I, I that still is pissing me off. Um, I actually, uh, I, a a friend of mine wrote to the, to me knowing that I've been on the show before and this kind of ties into our, our conversation. And I know that we usually do like some emails and stuff like this. So I guess it kind of fits in to the show, but he wants to know when we're looking at a trophy list, how do we decide whether or not we're going to go for a platinum? Wow. Um, that's kind of a complicated answer. Because I don't, I don't ever look at a trophy list and say, I'm not going for this platinum. But on the same token, I do look at a trophy list and go, fuck, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah. Looking at a trophy list to me is more of a deterrent than it is a encouragement. 
<laughs> I'm always like, oh, I, shit, this is going to take a lot of work. But, but see, I, I never look at a trophy list on my first playthrough of a game. Ever. Because I want to enjoy the game. Right. And a lot of, uh, and a lot of people, Donnie included, used to say that they would look at a trophy list because they want to knock out the game in one playthrough if possible. Right. Yeah, that's how I used to be. Like, I, I know it doesn't it doesn't show it because I only have the four platinums. But when this system first started to be introduced, a friend of mine and I would would we did we had like a friendly competition. We didn't really speak about it, but it was always like, "Hey, I'm level whatever," and he's like, "Oh, I'm level this this that," and. So when I would play, I'll be like, oh, how many trophies can I get? Because I, tr- I wasn't platinum hunting. I was trophy hunting. So for me, it was like, how many, if I play this game all the way through, how, many, how much percentage of the trophies can I get in that one sit through? So if I was towards the end of the game, I would look at a trophy list and it would say 33%. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> 33% in one playthrough. I suck at this game. Or the game's trophies were, you know, some multiplayer or whatever. Um one of those and it works the opposite way i was playing through infamous and i i had beat the game and i had started it on evil i was doing an evil playthrough and i was up to i think the second or third boss whatever the the really fast uh, electrical woman one was i think it was a right. woman i don't know whatever anyway I, so I, then i clicked and i looked at the trophies it was like i was three trophies away all i had to do was just finish the evil playthrough i was like oh shit awesome so then you know i got through it and whatever it was it was fun and i got that was my um that was my first platinum um and uh so for me i don't necessarily look at the list either but there are times where people will be discussing the list and if it's even remotely difficult i get discouraged and i don't even try um because I, I, I just don't have that type of time to invest into something like that. But if I'm really enjoying a game like I was Infamous or PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which is another one of my platinum trophies, if it happens, it happens. And, you know, uh, it, see, what, right. see, looking at a trophy list, um, I thought I was going to get the Ratchet and Clank platinum. Not happening. The the uh, the what is it? The cards, right? That that there's one where the, no, the, I've gotten I've gotten all the trophies. Except there's two races in the game in the game mm. where you have to do it under a certain time, and I cannot do it. I can't even get within ten seconds of that time. I think I got. So it's that not even one like already. I'm close. I think I got that trophy already. I, I'll have to double check. There were there were a few that I got there's, that I wasn't expecting I'd get. Well, there's one for each race. So uh, right now, I like my Ratchet and Clank Platinum is three trophies short, and the third one being the Platinum. Uh, there's also a trophy in. Uh, Lego Rock or uh, Lego Rock Band. Um, I'm three trophies short of that platinum. The platinum being the third, um, because there's a trophy for doing a solo on expert without missing a note, and then there's also a trophy for doing um, the final countdown solo on expert without missing a note. So essentially, if I do the final countdown solo on Expert, I get both trophies and the platinum. Mm. And I, I just I refuse to go get, go to an easier song and do that solo on Expert, <laughs> just to unlock that one trophy because I'm like, no, I'm gonna get the final countdown, and there ain't no fucking way in hell. Because oh wait wait I'm I'm leaving out a part of the trophy. Cause you're you're a Lego, uh, you're a rock band guy. I am, I am, yes. 
you you know that on the guitar there's buttons up here, mm-hmm. and then there's solo buttons down here. Fuck those solo buttons. Yeah, you have to do the final countdown solo with the buttons on the bottom. Uh-huh. There ain't no fucking way. My fingers <laughs> are so big that I hit one one of those buttons, and I'm hitting the button either to the left or to the right of it. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, and, like, I know the listeners can't see this, so I'm going to do this in the camera. You basically have to do it like this. Yeah, you got to, yeah, you got to two, two index finger it. Yeah. yeah. It, it ain't happening. You have to do it like uh, like like a uh, baby boomer typing on the computer. Um, the, so. I, what, I was what, so pissed I, off that I was actually thinking about designing a robot. <laughs> that, that's where you were going. You were going to go, you were going to just and, design and a robot. <laughs> and, and program the robot. To do it. That that's easier to you than to, <laughs> than to just get a friend to play it for you. <laughs> no, 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 because that that's that's trophy cheating. You now, can't do that. Now one of the one of the games that I, I loved was Green Day Rock Band, and I was really close to getting that. I'm not good at the drums and the, I'm so sorry to hear that. I, I'm a huge Green Day fan. Anyway, so the trophies that I can't get are the expert drum trophies. I can't get a couple of those. We had spoken about this on, on a previous episode. However, I the first thing I did was look at the trophy list and I saw these trophies and I was like, oh, okay, let me get the hard ones out of the way first. Realize that they were completely impossible for my skill level and therefore I will never get that platinum trophy. That sucks to me. So if you want to h- hang out and do those trophies for me, feel free. I, I don't care I'll- about trophy cheating. Like that, I'll Ooh, never, I'll never that. get it. Don't say that. I just sent you a picture on uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's you have the super high quality super setup. I had the cheap yes. rock band drums that came with Rock Band Two. Yeah, well, the, I think these actually work with Rock Band Two. Yeah, but that's the that's the platinum set. Is that what they call that? Well, it's the Ion drum. The set. The Ion, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I can actually, it's a real electronic drum set that I can plug a, a real brain into it and play the real drums on. It's not exactly in its current form. It's kind of folded up right now. Yeah. All right, so let's close out the show let's with close some ho- housekeeping. Oh wait, we can't, we can't, we can't. What the hell is wrong with me? Uh oh, we have an email. Oh, boop, boop. we have an email. Welcome, um, but th- you've got but mail. We're, go- we're we're gonna read this email and we're quickly gonna give our answer and move on because this is the most ridiculous question ever associated. With the Trophy Horse family. Breath of the Wild, continue. No. <laughs> Kalai, host of Game Stuff, who is wrong with about Breath of the Wild along with Steven, mm. uh, has emailed the show, and she wanted this to be topic of the show, which there ain't no way in hell this would be the topic of the show, because it's a simply one-word answer. Okay. But, but she asked a question. Uh-huh. She said, the Sky 5 on the Switch has a trophy list associated with the port of the game. If I obtain the Platinum, does it count towards my trophy count? No. No. All right, let's do some housekeeping. <laughs> let's clean this shit up. Proofofgaming.com is looking for some stamp drivers. We're looking for some... <laughs> See, I'm laughing at the email. <laughs> Proofofgamer.com is looking for some staff members. We're looking for some podcasters, news reporters, video editors, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested in applying, go to Proofofgamer.com, click on the Help Wide tab, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos. Speaking of videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proven Gamer. 
Also, you can check out the random streams on twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. We're going to get into later how you can support us on the Twitch page. If you are looking to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. Steven, without looking at the agenda, what's the phone number? Uh, 330-PROVEN-9. That's uh, 330-776. You're looking at your phone. Hold on. No, I'm looking up. You, I, I. Eight. Three. (laughs) Seven, nine? Six, nine. Six, nine. Damn it. All right. Uh, I won't forget it next time. I'm totally going to forget it next time. Uh, he, you were looking at your phone. I saw your eyes. No, never. Yes. No. Yes. You can't prove that. I I just did. I I watched you do it. You can never prove that. But I did know it was three three zero proven nine. I just don't remember the numbers associated with proven nine. Yes, I think you. I, I don't even know what. The, while, while I'm doing the rest of the uh, the housekeeping, uh-huh. look up to see where three three zero what area code that is. Gotcha. On it. Go ahead. Uh. You can also send us an email at trophyosatprovinggamer.com like Kalai did. But please ask us a, a, a question that actually makes sense, please. Ohio. I love you. Uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you, Kalai, but that was just a ridiculous question. <laughs> and now my phone's going. See, my, even my phone's saying that was the most ridiculous question ever. Um, if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, you can contact the site at Proving Gamer. You can contact the show at Trophy Wars. You can contact me at Tricky Mick. You can contact Alex at Saundersaurus Rex. You can contact Yield at I Yield to No One. You can contact Steven at Batchild27. And am I forgetting anybody now? No. Nope. Not everybody. Me, Tricky Mick. Uh, there's also the SpeakPipe app on the... I had to move it. I think it's on the top of the page yep, now. top right. Top Top right at ProvingGamer.com. It's also on the Facebook page. Yep. Uh, you don't need... Um, all you need, basically, is a, a microphone attached to your computer, which most computers have an internal mic. Uh, just click on it. Leave a message. That is not just for the podcasters. That's for anybody on the site. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But be sure to go listen to our other podcast, PG Spoilers. Yes, motherfuckers, we put out an episode. Whoop! We put out a freaking episode. Damn right we did. And it... And its curse has hit Trophy Horse. <laughs> it has moved on. We put spoilers out, and it cursed Trophy Horse. Isn't it strange how the universe works? I, I, I... All right. For anybody, hopefully this show is being, you can still hear the show. I'm going to tell you how to go listen to the Fireside Chat 5 if you have not been able to get the full episode. If you go to ProvingGamer.com and click on the link at the bottom, that is the full link. That is the 100% full show. You cannot miss it. If you're trying to go through a podcast application, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, one of the uh, podcast applications on your smart devices, if it's it's only showing you a 15-second show, unfortunately, you're going to have to go to the site to listen to the show. I'm sorry. I have tried everything in my power to try to fix it. I am still trying to fix it. I do not know what the error is. I may have to send out a bunch of emails and have the the podcast applications uh, reset their, their server and whatnot. I don't know. But if you're listening on some um, obscure podcast application that's not one of the mainstream ones, you're going to have to let me know what it is so I can email them. Because I can't just blindly email a thousand 
uh, podcast services. I can't do that. Truth. So, uh, but our other podcasts are the Smart Marks, which uh, they actually put on a good wrestling show. They every do. Week. They do. Yeah. And uh, they live stream their show every Wednesday night on uh, Twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Uh, the Nintendo Dual Screens, which uh, I am the king of the point system in there. Mm-hmm. You got 100 points. Yep. This... And the Game Stuff Podcast. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, as I said, uh, all the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts. I keep saying iTunes. I'm so used to saying iTunes. A lot of people still say iTunes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, you know what? All this whole thing, I never even checked TuneIn. Because we, we, nobody listens on TuneIn. Nobody. <laughs> the, only, the only reason I put us on TuneIn is because Alexa told me to do it. <laughs> I I woke up one day, I said, hi, Alexa. She goes, you should put your podcast on TuneIn. I said, Alexa, you're my bitch. I'm going to do it. There you go. Uh... And all the various podcast applications on your smart devices. If you want to get further involved with us, get involved in our PlayStation 4 communities. Uh, the PlayStation 4 communities. There's one for the site, Proving Gamer. There's one for the show. Uh, it's called T-Dub's Brothel because Shuhei will not let us say whores on the network. And there's Yield's uh, community, which is the Platinum Guild. Uh, if you get a new po- uh, Platinum, post it in there and he'll give you a shout out. All right, that's done with the housekeeping, but we do have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Extra Life. Steven, you want to tell us about Extra Life? Oh, Extra Life. Don't we love Extra Life? Uh, Extra Life is a charity organization dedicated to raising money for the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, on November 4th this year, they will be doing the 24-hour uh, streamathon, and uh, Proving Gamer is going to be doing our own. Uh, but Tricky Mick, you stream... Uh, are you back to streaming? You are. Uh, back to streaming. Uh, I'm back. I'm back to streaming, but not for Extra Life yet. Oh, okay. Well, normally Tricky Mix streams for Extra Life uh, on the overnight on uh, Saturday to Sunday morning, 1 a.m. slot to 3 a.m. Sometimes I join him. Uh, I definitely joined him prior to the whole baby thing, but now I don't. But it's all right. Maybe I'll get back to it. Anyway, um, if you want to support us, you can go to our. You go to ProvingGamer.com. Right on the front page there, there's a little link that you can click so you can donate to our team. Um, you can go to, uh, extra-life.org. Is that correct? Is it org? I think it was org. Yep. Org. Um, you could make your own team, whatever you want to do that you could help us out. That really would mean the world to us. Hit our goal. So we could raise some money for some, some children. That'd be great. Um, did I miss anything? I don't know. Nope. You're good. Yep. Cool. Uh, and you could also go to Amazon. If you're going to do some shopping on Amazon, if you couldn't, would each and every time you do your shopping on Amazon, stop by Proving Gamer first, click on any Amazon link, and continue with your normal shopping. doesn't cost you anything extra and does help out the site tremendously. If you are an Amazon Prime user, here's some awesome news for you. If you're looking to support us on Twitch, you could use Amazon Prime and combine it with Twitch to become a Twitch Prime member. Um... What you can do is go link your account on Twitch.tv to your Amazon account and hop on to Twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Each month, you can hit the subscribe button for free. Now, unfortunately, you do have to go back every month to redo it. Yeah. But the good news is every single time you do that, every month we get about $2.50 from every single person that does that. 
and it does add up. So if you could and would, and you are Amazon Prime, please go and do that. Please and thank you. Thank you. Uh, that is the end of our housekeeping and sponsors, but we do have some shout-outs. Steven, I will let you go first, sir. Shout-out to you, my friend, Tricky Mick, for allowing me to join you this week. Um, I always have fun when you and I have our little personal one-on-ones. It's always a good time. Hopefully people could hear the last one that we did, Fireside Chat 5. Uh. Hopefully very soon. Um, <laughs> Just uh, rubbing salt in that wound, aren't you? <laughs> um, Thank you uh, very much to my lovely wife, who is uh, taking on the the t- the uh, task of watching both children while I record this podcast. So thank you very much. Um, thank you very much to my uncle Michael, who painted my daughter's room, which is where I'm podcasting from, because it's the quietest room in the house. So thank you, Uncle Michael. That's great. Looks awesome. The pink looks wonderful. Um, uh, who else? Thank you very much to the listeners. You guys, uh, you're the reason why we do this. So uh, thank you very much. It uh, means the world to us when we get emails and, and just thumbs up and Facebook and all that stuff. The love is is great. Um, and we hope that we're putting on a show that you truly do enjoy. So thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Tricky, what do you got? Well, I give a shout out to the listeners. First and foremost, always, you guys make our lives better by downloading the show every week. Uh, we have a big, important announcement coming soon. Uh, we're actually getting together as of this recording tonight to have a conversation, a site-wide conversation about it. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to announce it next week. Um, but you'll probably, if all goes well, know about it long before then. You'll probably know it. Uh, let me see. I want to see what day of the week it is. You'll probably know it in two days from when you're hearing this. Ooh. If if all goes well. Uh I don't I'm not gonna make any promises. I know better to do that now. You know, fireside chats aside. <laughs> PG spoilers for the last year and a half. <laughs> no, no, technically we didn't record shows. So I didn't promise shows. I said we were recording the show. I never said when though. Uh, but give a shout out to the goddess who's sitting behind me, taking over my uh, my PlayStation and making me make that my primary console so she could play some Lego Harry Potter. Uh, but now that she's uh, not even doing that anymore, she's watching um, Twilight. Twilight. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. Uh, uh, you you want you want a bigger gas moment there, Stephen? Ugh. I don't know if I can handle it. I actually woke up today and was walking outside to smoke my first cigarette of the day, as a smoker does. And I looked at the screen and I saw Bella kissing Jacob. I actually looked at the screen and said, hey, stop that. You're cheating on Jacob or Edward. (laughs) Edward. (laughs) Oh, what is wrong with me? Ugh. We we need we need to do a fireside chat six to get down to the bottom of that. I've never seen any of the movies. <laughs> I swear to God, I as God is my witness, I've never seen any of the movies. You read the books. I didn't read the books either. <laughs> she's yelling. She's yelling at me back then. That- I didn't read the books. <laughs> I will tell you how I know their names. T-shirts. Some, no, some advertising campaign 
years ago when the movies were popular, there was Team Edward and Team Jacob. Yep. And the only reason I know which one's which is because the first movie had her relationship with Edward and everyone was like, oh, it's such a magical relationship. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> but why I made the comment to say that she's cheating on Edward, I don't know. Because marketing got to you, man. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. In my day, in my days, vampires did not sparkle. Yeah, in my days, vampires Bo- killed people and drank their blood. Boy, yeah, I, I wanted to say Boys in the Hood. What was the movie that I'm thinking of? You're thinking of um, Lost Boys. Thank you, thank you. Fantastic movie. The goddess is back there talking. I don't know why she knows she's supposed to be quiet while I'm recording. I'm gonna have to edit all that shit out now. She's still doing it. Got any more shoutouts? Yes, I want to give a shout out to Sweet Mama D, uh, who is asking me every day that I talk to her when we are going to go see Sweet Mama P. Yeah, soon. So right now, Sweet Mama P is a little under the weather, and so is uh, Master Jack. So once everybody's healthy again, we're going to get out of this house. Jack of all trades. Yes, indeed, handsome Jack. Um, I do want to mention before we I leave, don't know if that's the nickname you want to make your son, handsome Jack. Why not? <laughs> Because he's a maniacal killer. I love it. It's perfect. It fits well. Jack is. Oh, Jack you, is. You saying? Are you saying your son's gonna grow up to be a serial killer? I. I'd say. I. I can't make that assumption. However, I have seen him take his Mickey Mouse dolls, put them on the floor, take his hockey stick, and bash their heads in with the butt end of his hockey stick. I have seen him do that. <laughs> I, I, I have one word for you. Therapy. Indeed. Indeed. Um. I, I do want to mention before we go, it's something that we ha- we don't mention often enough on the show, but folks, listeners, s- subscribe to the show on whatever app you use. Subscribe and rate the show. That is the best way to get the show recognized by others aside from word of mouth. It helps uh, the show get recognized in those algorithms. So please, if you do listen to the show, please subscribe, rate us, leave a comment, leave a review. That helps uh, the show. I did want to mention that because that is something I always forget to say on dual screen. So I want to make sure. Uh, yeah, we, we forget. To- and, and also, uh, when we look up to see the ratings and the comments and all that stuff, we look at the the, the I was gonna say the Nintendo store. <laughs> we look, we look at the United States store. We don't see the comments from England and Australia and the Philippines, which apparently we're big in the Philippines now. Yeah. Until next week, if there's nothing else, happy trophy hunting. Later, everybody. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. <laughs>